Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. It's the Illini Guys, Sports Spectacular, and here we go, Larry Smith, Brad Surdy, Mike Kegley here at the Gaines... Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis in a weekend not going the way the Illinois fans would have liked. Uh, quarterfinal game of the Big Ten going down. Illinois losing uh, 65-63. A uh, lot to talk about here. And uh, Brad, I think one thing, that, and Coach said this afterwards as well, got to hit free throws. It's one of many things that didn't go well for the Illini. Yeah, yeah, layups and free throws definitely uh, did the Illini in today. They didn't make enough layups. They finished 11 of 25 at the rim. Missed a couple front ends, missed some, um, you know, missed free throws down the stretch and then made uh, some turnovers. You know, they only had four turnovers going in the final four minutes and turned over four times down the stretch. And you can't do that um, if you want to win. Yeah, the uh, Illini just had a rough game on many uh, fronts and they ended up losing by two points but there's a lot to be ironed out if they expect to have success at the NCAA tourney. Well, and let's talk about it a little bit. I mean, Kofi Coleman with the double, double 23 and 10 Coleman Hawkins, outstanding career high, 18 points for him. But Brad, where do you start here? There's some defensive issues that, that you've brought up before in recent weeks with this team. It's a team that doesn't put teams away. Um, likely going to be a four seed. This is a team right now that, you know, with some good vibes going in, Maybe now not so much next week. You've got to kind of have some things to prove uh, once again, uh, like you did before. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. Brad Underwood after the game wasn't despondent about the loss in the sense that he actually said maybe it was even better to lose. Uh, after last year, they were such a mentally worn down team with that, you know, the run they made at the end of the year. So maybe this year going into the NCAA tournament, they're a little fresh. They got some time off. Um, I also think getting Jacob Grandison back helps, gives them a little more depth, a little more, uh, and that veteran leadership, you know, we've called him California cool and they needed some California cool down the stretch. Um, you know, but are there, how often is Alfonso Plummer going to shoot two for 12? How often is Andre Corbello going to miss, you know, four layups? Um, you, you know, you go down the line, there were a lot of things that went wrong for Illinois today, but you know, going into the NCAA tournament, you just, it, it doesn't matter anymore. You, I, I was posting earlier, there's a lot of teams that really struggled. UCLA lost their last four games last year, the regular season and conference tournament, and then go to the final four. You look even like at USC lost four of eight. Um, you go down the line of these teams that made a run. Even, you know, Baylor wasn't playing great heading into the tournament, eked out a win against Kansas state and then loses. they had gotten blown out by Kansas a couple weeks before. So, and obviously they're, they're really good. So this stuff happens in college basketball and you just gotta, it's a new season now. And hopefully Illinois is uh, ready to play. Yeah. I think that's probably the key, Brad is one game is not connected to another. So, you know, I know it doesn't feel good to go into the tournament like this, but this game will have no bearing on that game that they'll play next week. Uh, but the team, in my opinion, the one thing that I thought they still looked a little tired from a dead leg standpoint and, you know, I just hope they get a little bit of rest or figure that part of it out. Um, this team has the potential to play with anybody in the country. And we also saw if they're not focused, they also have a, the a potential to lose to anybody who's in the NCAA tournament as well. Well, the big thing about when you get to this time of, of year is that, and you guys both know, it's about matchups. And 
nobody has a Kofi Coburn in the middle. Very few teams uh, have that kind of player. So Illinois was not going to fall below a, far, a four seed. They could have maybe jumped up to a three, possibly. You look now at a four. Maybe they stay home in terms of staying in Chicago, and maybe um, they're in like an Auburn bracket or Kansas, that kind of thing. But, you know, let's talk about in terms of, of looking ahead. And, and you mentioned personnel. This may be coming up this next Thursday or Friday. It could be the first time outside of Austin Hutcherson. You have everyone finally healthy, Curbelo healthy, Granison healthy, uh, um, Kofi is healthy. Um, and maybe for once they can finally uh, play the way that they hope they can play back in October. Yeah, you know, we've talked about, I think that's a good point. Coleman Hawkins is one of those kind of X factors, and he's been great of late, and you're getting great performances from him. Now if you get those other guys healthy, you get Grandison back, you get Curbelo. You know, I thought he played a really nice floor game today, even if he couldn't make a layup um, and, and, or a free throw. But other than that, you know, he had the assists, he um, handled the ball, he got in the paint, he made some really nice post-entry passes, even if he didn't get an assist. He also played – you know, really good defense at times, uh, especially in the first half. I thought his defense was great. So you get all these guys back. Now you have some pieces, you have, you have some options that maybe you don't have. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, like, like even today, I, I really would like to see they gave RJ Melendez a shot today. And I think they're going to keep giving him that shot because he brings something um, that they don't have. So we'll see how that goes, works going forward. But if he comes out and has a good start, you may see him uh, be one of those X factors down the stretch too. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, you want to talk about a bright spot. Coleman Hawkins played like an All-American today. I mean, he really had a heck of a game, and he made a difference out there. The other thing I would like to see is when the guards can't hit the proverbial broadside of a barn, um, they need to get the ball into Kofi a little more often. You know, with 13 shots, um, I'd like to have seen him, you know, got 15 or 20 on a game that everybody's struggling from outside. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but um, as Larry said, nobody else has a Kofi, and sometimes you got to take uh, your advantage all the way to the bank. Well, to your point, absolutely. 65-63, uh, Illinois falling to Indiana, so the Hoosiers, the ninth seed, really needed this win, and now you look at the win on Thursday over Michigan, the win over Illinois. They snap a four-game slide to the Illini. They now may be on the right side of the, the bubble. We'll talk more about that here. Uh, in just a moment, but uh, let's let's very quickly before we take a quick break, get into um, in terms of next week NCAA tournament and matchups. How important is it now to get these guys healthy? You give them a couple of days off to get get your legs back under you, and then get ready for next Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I think they they're going to take some time off the next two days, and then get back on uh, Sunday night, watch the selection show, see who they have, and you know as well as I do that they've got then you'll have Chester Frazier, Jeff Alexander, and Tim Anderson. And going crazy trying to find the film of the last five games for that team, plus the other teams in their fourteen pot. So, um, and, and it's all about matchups right now, and we'll see how that that plays out. Illinois is a is can be a really tough matchup for me, and if they shoot the ball well from three, they're really really hard to guard. So um, now you just wait and see what happens. Yeah, I think that's probably the key. I think the team needs to be focused on what they can control. And I think the other thing is, if they don't want to feel these emotions, they need to kind of embrace them a little bit and then do what's necessary uh, out on the court to make sure they don't feel those again. Because there was a lot of gimmies that this team had that could have made this 
um, a ugly, but a W, and it just didn't happen. And you can be sure Brad Underwood will let those guys know all the things that they missed out on on this loss to Indiana and get ready for the NCAA tournament. Quick time out right now. Much more to come here on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, psh, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Yeah, don't forget, just a few days left to vote for Trent Frazier as he is up for the Senior Class Award. Just go to our website, IlliniGuys.com. Go on the right side there. There's a vote for Trent button. Click on that link and you can vote as many times as you want. Uh, challenge yourself, you know, 100, 200, doesn't matter. You can vote as many times as you want through the 21st. Certainly rooting for a Trent and the entire Illini team. There's no question as they move on to the NCAA tournament, there's no Big Ten tournament champion for them now. Championship for them now, 65-63 the final uh, on Friday as we now look forward to, uh, well, heading on to, um, uh, to, to the next piece of this. And, and Brad, we were talking about um, before in terms of really um, what's next. You did a great series uh, back in December on IlliniGuys.com, The Fly and the Wall, where you embedded for about 48 hours, I think, um, and really it was an eye-opening uh, experience for you. Great for all of us to get a chance to read all that. Talk about what this team goes through in terms of preparation. That was one back in December just for the St. Francis game that was a game not in Arizona or a Big Ten foe, but a team you're supposed to beat. Talk about what you learned from that and and how that translates now as we get ready, this team gets ready for NCAA tournament play. Yeah, you know, it's a it's an interesting thing as they go through the um, – they're going to watch a ton of film. Um, they're going to get their draw on Sunday. Uh, then you'll see them, you know, you'll have guys like, um, you know, Jeff Chester and Tim and, you know, along with Tyler Underwood, Zach Hamer, others. They're going to be grabbing film of the last five games that they watch – that the team has played. Jeff's going to break down what they do defensively. Uh, Tim's going to look at all their, you know, baseline out of bounds plays, their sideline out of bounds play, all their special teams actions. Chester's going to look at what they do on offense. And then they're going to come up with a game plan uh, all together to figure out how to, how to beat them. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's the 13 seed, the 16 seed, doesn't matter. They're just going to make sure that they can, um, you know, put, put themselves in the best chance, place to win. They also will go through all their synergy breakdowns. Do they go left, shoot well going left, shoot well going right? Do they shoot twos? Do they shoot threes? What do they do? Post-ups, just all the actions. They'll have every action that they run, uh, their top five plays um, that they run in a half-court setting. And what they do defensively, I think, is really important. Do they 
have a history of running things like a, you know, like a junk defense, maybe that's triangle and two, whether it's a zone defense, whether it's box and one, whether will they dot dork somebody or dot somebody? I mean, so all that's part of it, their, their preparation. So uh, they're going to be busy watching a lot of film and getting that ready over the uh, starting Sunday night. Yeah. And they, they also need to get the players to get this out of their memory, flush this one down the toilet. And if you miss some free throws, get to the free throw line and practice if you miss some threes, get your rhythm out on the threes, get the confidence back to where it needs to be. Because this game has nothing to do with what's going to happen on Thursday or Friday. It's just something that they need to learn from. Well, and that's the next thing psychologically is that I, I agree with, with you, with both of you guys, that, Mike, you're right. You do need to erase this. But at the same time, you need to remember it because the next time this happens, you're done. And it's, it's summertime and it's moving on to, to next year. But, Brad, something you mentioned before, the psychology of it from a coach's standpoint, where do you find that line in terms of pushing buttons to make sure that they remember this, but at the same time, they don't go in too tight, try not to make a mistake. Yeah, it's a, there is a fine line. I think the one thing that they can do is um, you always tell them, you know, you look at this game and you say, we didn't play well offensively. I mean, we missed layups. We missed threes. We missed, we made poor decisions down the stretch and yet we lost by two to a team that was playing as you know really well and hungry and after an NCAA tournament bid. So you, you look at the positive way and you say, you know, hey, if we make free throws and we make layups, you know, we win this game. So that's what we're going to work on. And because we know that that makes us a team that is really hard to deal with in March if we can do those things, make free throws, make layups, you know, knock down open shots and play with that, uh, you know, confidence and, and passion. Yeah, and some people want to hear really, really, um, you know, high-cutting analysis. And really, this play comes down to you make a couple layups, you make a couple front end of the, uh, you know, front end of the one-on-one -on -one free throws, and you win the game. It's really, you know, it's the small stuff. And this is why coaches have gray hair and get paid a lot of money, because it's the small things, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, that win games. You know, it's not some, you know, some crazy defense that nobody's ever heard of before. It's make your layups. And now they've got to go and get those things and make sure they do them. Because if, if this Illini team plays to their capabilities, there are very few teams in this country that can beat them. And now they just have to make sure it's March. There's no tomorrows. You have to do it. And you got to go out there and, and put your best foot forward. And uh, Thursday and Friday going to be a big deal yeah it will be uh but you know it's funny you know brad and i were watching the highlights uh, after uh, the game as we we're doing all of our work um, after the loss and and we looked at the highlight there the andre corbello play and that's a that's a shot we've seen him make time and time again and full speed going right down it's a layup he puts it that spot it's just it's it's an inch off the board where he usually puts it and there you go that's your game let me let me do this for you before we uh take a break here we got about 90 seconds to go um here's my question for the both both of you you've watched every game intensely you've watched every second of a lot of basketball this season take me back to a game you'd like to see illinois emulate in their next game their first round opponent in the ncaa tournament now you can't count the uh the critter games if you will you can't count the money games but but take me to that was because those were those are really good obviously but take me to uh, in the Big Ten or against a, a major foe, you'd like to see this Illinois team play like that game. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think that you can look at both ends of the floor and you can say, I want them to play defense like they did 
maybe when they played Michigan State at home where they locked them up. But I think the offense is what you saw when they went on the road up to Minnesota and just completely dominated or Rutgers at home in Champaign when they just just dismantled. I think the Rutgers game at home was probably the best game they played all year. They just totally destroyed them um, on both ends of the floor, just made it really difficult. So you get you get that kind of team. Well, this team, that's their if that's their peak, that team's going to win a lot of games. Yeah, that was a heck of a week because I was kind of torn between, you know, how well they played against Rutgers or uh, the game they played earlier in the week against Notre Dame. Um, I thought either one of those two games would be uh, a great game to emulate. I do agree Brad's right. Rutgers was the peak of the season uh, for this team, but um, I would love to see either one of those games. I think Illinois would be quite satisfied with um, in the NCAA tournament. Either one of those games. I'll give you another one, too, that happened uh, a bit more recently on the offensive end, and that would be the, the game at Michigan. Um, they just really were on – they flowed. Plummer hitting early uh, when they tried to lock him down to open things up for Kofi, and then he took off from there. The defensive side, not quite as much. That's where, again, you're saying that on both ends, that's where uh, – that was certainly a, a great – an outstanding game. Illinois now going in. They still have not beaten an opponent by double digits since they beat Indiana back on February 5th in Bloomington. And so, again, a lot of things to work on here as they now get a few days off and looking toward the NCAA tournament. We have much more to look forward to here as well. Quick 30-second timeout. This segment presented by Busey Bank and much more here on the Sports Spectacular after this. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. It's March tournament time all the way through Big Ten tournament. The run for Illinois uh, ending prematurely, but still much more to look forward to as we get into the NCAA tournament next week. And listen, let's talk for a moment about where this program is right now here with the Illini guys, Sports Spectacular, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. Um, five years ago, uh, this is a program and we would all be giddy if they knew that they were going to go into the tournament to win the selection Sunday, they were probably no worse than a four seed. So this has been just a, a again, a fantastic run um, where this team has gone. And that shows you again, where this program is right now in terms of you, you're not just trying to get in. You're not waiting on selection Sunday, hoping you get the call. You know, the call is coming. Um, you're one of the beasts going in. And despite um, some losses here in the last part of the season, you're still a team the experts believe is built for March. And that hasn't changed, even though they've had some setbacks. Yeah, it's funny. Per- perspective is a wonderful thing. When you look back um, at the beginning of the Brad Underwood era, and then, of course, the John Gross era, and you know, going back to Bruce Weber's last season, Illinois has not been a, a, a relevant factor in the NCAA tournament. I mean, until last year, really. And two years ago, they were kind of a, a hot, you know, a hot pick to have a run because they're playing well down the stretch. But here's the reality. You know, this program is you, you don't just rebuild a program. You can have a great year here and there, but you don't just rebuild a program and, and, and have a top seed every year. It's one of those things where it's a gradual thing keep adding pieces, keep adding to their talent level and keep getting better each year. And, and yeah, you're going to have, you know, where would we be five years ago saying, yeah, we're a four seed. Dang. You know, now we're like disappointed about the four seed, but reality is 
it's fantastic. You're in the top 16. You got a chance. And you go, uh, now you make Sweet 16, make second weekend, and it's been a successful season. Yeah, I think the Illini have a lot of opportunities here to, to get some of the naysayers by the, uh, by the wayside. And, and conversely, if they don't make it into the Sweet 16, they're going to get a little bit of that, uh, you know, that, that argument that Lou Henson had, you know, that they, they can't win the big one in March. Um, and, and that's, that's fine. I'm sure coach Underwood, um, you know, he's willing to, to attack that beast, but the bottom line is, again, we go back to play the fundamentals, you know, make your free throws, you know, hit your threes and you got your opportunities here to go to a sweet 16, which is a pretty amazing trip in five years. And that's the next piece here for this Illini team is to get to that second weekend, because that gives you so much more in terms of exposure and it puts you in play when you can, you consistently year in, year out, uh, get a couple of wins and get into that round of 16. It just, again, increases your chances of reaching the elite eight, reaching the final four, winning a national championship. It's the next, the next piece of business here for Brad Underwood and this, uh, and this, this Illini team. But again, it's 65-63 as uh, Illinois comes up short against Indiana. Now, the game that would have mattered had Illinois won uh, was the second game, Iowa and Rutgers. This was one that Rutgers came out uh, hot early on. But uh, Brad Sturdy, looking up later, Iowa came on strong. The five seed, this is a team now that, that they've got a shot to, to come out of this and, and get to the Sunday and maybe even win it all on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, if you go back to February 1st, um, the two hottest teams when it comes to analytics – are Gonzaga one, Iowa two since that date. Iowa is playing fantastic basketball, especially in the offensive end. They've been virtually unstoppable. And so um, you're looking at a team that really has a chance to, you know, they get Indiana and then they, you know, get whoever, you know, beats themselves up on the other side and who comes out of that. And they got to feel pretty good because they haven't really expended. I mean, they played two games. They haven't expended a ton of energy. You know, obviously Northwestern's still shell-shocked. And so, it's um, I think Iowa is one of the best teams right now, and they're going to be a trendy pick to make the Sweet 16 um, and possibly, you know, possibly further when once the tournament um, comes out. The good news, Illinois won't be playing them early in the NCAA tournament. So as they're hot. Yeah, I, I, I second that motion. Um, it, it will be interesting. You know, Purdue has should have a pretty big chip on their shoulder having, you know, been expected to, you know, and was even up in the top, you know, slot in the, in the rankings and then having staggered uh, across the finish line here at the end of the year. So Purdue's got to be hoping they're the UCLA of this year that finishes poorly and then gets hot, you know, in the postseason. Um, but I think Iowa is going to give anybody more, uh, quite a battle going down the end here. Should be an exciting Big Ten tournament. I was hoping to see an Illini presence a little bit longer. But hey, if the guys get a chance to rest and get their legs back, then maybe we uh, maybe we have a much uh, more exciting and entertaining NCAA tournament. That's possible. And let's talk about also in terms of some guys. This is their last run. Uh, the newcomer Alfonso Plummer, the super senior, um, playing in his first ever NCAA tournament game, uh, wherever that will be next week, Thursday or Friday. Demonte Williams, uh, Trent Frazier, uh, Jacob Grandison. We do expect to be to be back healthy. And that's something else, too, we haven't talked about is the injury issue, uh, Brad. Grandison not playing in this game. Coleman Hawkins outstanding in his, in, in his, in his stead and, and really filled up the stat sheet. Nice job defensively, but you really miss the attitude again of, uh, of a Jacob Grandison. How healthy do you think this team will be coming into next week and hopefully getting Grandison back? 
Well, I think that's a key. I, obviously, you know, Curbelo looks good. Hawkins looks good. Kofi's healthy. Uh, Benjamin Bosman's for dogs back, you know, playing. Um, didn't get in the game today because they didn't, you know, need it. But um, you also have, you know, Jake Grandison's really important because we call him California cool. And the last four minutes would have been nice to have some California cool at that point. And, you know, even though somebody said, well, Colin Hawkins played well, that, that's true. But there, there is a, there are five spots. You can actually play them together. Now you got a Coleman Hawkins hitting four threes and you throw out a fifth, you know, a 45% three point shooter in that other spot. And now with the, that spacing, it opens things up for Kofi and they got to pick and choose who they're going to double off of. Yeah. I, I, I'd be excited to see that lineup, especially we've seen that lineup a bit, but Coleman Hawkins has not been playing the way he has the last two weeks here. And playing, having him play with that degree of confidence will be extremely exciting. And that's a much larger Illini team that provides um, a lot more opportunities for the six foot, six foot one guards to get free for open looks. Here on the Sports Spectacular, got, got under two minutes before we have to take a quick uh, break here in our local stations. Uh, DeMonte Williams coming up in just a moment. Guys, we saw a lot of four guard and one big lineup. Uh, against Indiana. one point, there were four guards in Kofi, another time four guards in Omar Payne. Is that something we're going to see more of, or is that just a necessity because of uh, the injuries and the, the personnel available to Brad Underwood? I, I think it's more about the injuries. I think you're going to see Grandison in there, you know, or Hawkins pretty much all the time. You know, they, they did do some things. I, I think the one thing, when they, when they put Hawkins and Coburn in there, it allows them to play those three small guards with Curbelo, Plummer, and Frazier because you have the length at the rim, defending the rim with two guys, plus you're a better rebounding team. And Curbelo is such a good rebounder. I think he had, you know, he had 10 against Indiana. So you, you really allows them to do some different matchups. Now, one thing you might see going forward, the loss of Grandison eliminates the ability to maybe put Hawkins at the five, Grandison and Williams, or Grandison and the, and the Williams, and then going with two guards, playing a little smaller and spacing and, people out and really opening up driving lanes so uh, that wasn't there today but i think that could be down the road all right much more to come here on the sports spectacular the illini guy Devontae williams he's a big 10 champion and he joins us coming up next this is david williams a leading receiver from the university of illinois here on the illini guy on sports spectacular go illini it's the illini guys we are the sports spectacular i should reverse that we are the Illini guys, and this is a sports spectacular. Having too much fun right now. Big Ten uh, 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 tournament week. We can't say it enough. Big Ten champions. Big Ten champions. Big Ten champions. Uh, I go to sleep saying it. Big Ten champions. Big Ten champions. Big Ten champions. Uh, this is <laughs> presented by HX Home Solutions. We have a Big Ten champion in the house right now. He is the Illini guy, DeMonte Williams. DeMonte, first off, congratulations. Um, I know we got a lot going, not to talk about here with this weekend, but, but for a moment, talk about that moment Sunday night and uh, when the final, final uh, horn went off. Oh, man, that, that was a special moment. Yeah, that, just that whole sequence. Uh, after I make the free throw, uh, the ball, I try to get the ball contained, uh, get hammered by a screen, uh, get up, try to steal the ball and, and go contest a, a, a wide-open three. And uh, I was happy he missed it. And next thing I know, all I see is Orange Crush and everybody rushing the floor. So I tried to hurry up and get up out of there and run to my teammates as quick as I could. But, I mean, that that moment there, I mean, it, it'll stick with me for the rest of my life. Um, that's why I came back. Um, and and I'm grateful to 
for Coach Underwood and Josh Whitman to really believe in me, um, even though they didn't really know much about me. How long was that pointer by Murray in the air? That's excruciating watching that ball go through the air. Yeah, and I, I mean, I try, I try my hardest to to try to get at least a fingernail on it. That way, it uh, it uh, fly somewhere else. But I mean, credit to him, he's he's six eight, six nine, so he has length. But I just tried to bother it as much as I could, and I came, and, and I, that's what happened. He ended up missing the shot. So, so what what did what did you feel when you watched uh, the Murrays struggle at the free throw line? Because that's obviously, you know, when you're growing up as a kid, every kid dreams about making those free throws at the end of the game. Yeah. What were you thinking? What were you thinking as you watched that? Oh, I just kept saying yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even going to say a lot. I just kept saying yes, and uh, that that just uh, kept opening the door for us. Um, knowing how how bad we wanted it, uh, we just went out there and just did what it what it took. You know, I, I think about as we're talking to Demonte Williams here, the Illini guy here on the Sports Spectacular, presented by HX Home Solutions. Demonte, I think about watching Coach in the post game and and he, hearing you guys in the post game and talk about just again this moment what it meant. Looking back at that first exhibition game you guys had, where you lost at Eastern Illinois, and, <laughs> and the path you get, and you mentioned you mentioned before here on the show about you guys went through some stuff yeah. uh, those first couple of years. How gratifying! Take us back to to that time, and how gratifying this is now um, to to you know you're be you're, you're gonna be fitted for a ring here pretty soon, Big Ten champions, and you can't unlike last year that a technicality took it away from you guys. You can't take this one away. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they talking about technicality about last year, but <laughs> um, yeah, just just being able to stick out something that was, um, I mean, like it was never pretty in the beginning. I felt we were a good team, but I didn't know anything about college basketball until I got here and really experienced it. But I mean, it's just it's a it's a it's a grind to it. everything you everything you do in life is a grind to it. Um, you just got to stay the course, um, stay locked in. Um, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. You just got to remember the, 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 your ultimate goal and to really just have fun with it. And the more you have fun with it, the, the better the outcome is. It, I mean, there's no point in being mad all the time. I try to crack jokes or do whatever it takes, like on the court, whether if I'm talking trash or anything, just, just to up, uplift my teammates and keep them uh, smiling. Because once I see them smiling, then they then they ready to go some more. Then I'm ready to step it up another level as well. Um, talk about your relationship uh, as guys who've gone through this, who've had to deal with the, the rough times and how you guys have been able to stick together. Other guys have left or transferred or whatever, but you two have been kind of the, the stabilizing force for this program over the past five years. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. like I said, it wasn't – it was never uh, pretty in the beginning. Um, I mean, there was a point in time where we both wanted to leave, but we just said, no, that, that's not us. Um, we don't just start something and not finish it. And we just stuck to that. And even even uh, even our our last uh, fifth year this year, uh, we, we sat down and talked about it um, last year. And we um, we knew that this upcoming team will be special. And we had a lot of potential to do a lot of things that we couldn't do the year before, but we just, um, 
really just stuck it out. Um, like I said, you know, everybody know we've been through some stuff. Um, I mean, I mean, look at us now. Yeah, and and when you came here all those you know years ago, the, the program wasn't what it was today. Did you really think that you would be able to be one of the drivers in turning the entire Illini basketball program around? No, I, I, I honestly didn't. I thought it was going to take more than more than what it took. But um, I mean, as long as you got a good group of a great group of coaches um, and some loyal uh, loyal players and and dedicated players, I mean, you'll be fine. Um, I mean, everything. You're going to go through some stuff to get to some stuff. I can't say what I wanted to say, but yes. you know what I'm you know, yes. saying. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just stance, of course, and really just just going through the adversity um, early on. I mean, it'll prepare you for – it'll prepare you for life when stuff not going away or even – in basketball and stuff not going away, it's just stay, it's helping you stay the course and just stand focused. Well, you you go into this week, you go into any Indianapolis um, with 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 a maximum of, of nine more games in uh-huh. your college career. Um, you know your intensity, your preparation, never in question. But 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 this is it. Uh, these are the final weeks for you for your college career. How does yeah. that change? your approach and how does that how does how does that change as you walk onto that court in, in Indianapolis? Uh I don't really I, I really don't say it changed anything. It's really just next game up and we gotta take it as I mean it's either win or go home. And at, at this point I'm not ready to go home yet. So um and, and I know none of my teammates are ready to go home yet. So I means you gotta take it one game at a time just like we did throughout the season. Well, yeah, you definitely need to because I have hotels for multiple nights. So you need to make sure that I don't have to <laughs> so, pay for them. So and Brad is to- not Brad is not ready to go home either. We mean Brad Sturdy, not Underwood. Yeah. He's, he's uh, he, probably not either, right? He ain't ready to go home either. <laughs> yeah. I would assume, we assumed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you definitely need to get this done um, just so I can, you know, don't have to eat that hotel room. So, um, but as you kind of go through Demonte, I got to say, um, is it, is it fair to say that, you know, you, you, um, now is there a little bit of winning that big 10 title? Does it take a little bit of a kind of a monkey off your back? I think, I mean, it's been 17 years since Illinois won a big 10 title. Does this kind of like give you like, now we can, we've got this. Now we just play free and easy and, and, and show, show what we can do. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, just yeah, us winning the Big Ten uh, championship um, since it's been so long. It's like yeah, now we we are especially going out now to go show the world what we can do. Because I I still fully believe that we we haven't hit our hit our um our stride yet. Um, we've been going through we've been dealing with a lot of adversity um through the season with players being out. Um, injured or whatever, whatever the case may be, but it's um, it's just a stance of course and just just being ready to go out there. And hoop. Are you are you are we going to see uh, everything on full cylinders here? Is that what is that what uh, Illini fans have to look forward to in the Big Ten and uh, NCAA tournament? Oh man, just yeah, just everybody going out there and just having fun and just playing hard for each other. We're excited. We can't wait, Demonte. Um... 
Um, this is a moment that we know you've waited for for a long time. Illini Nation's waited for for a long time. And, and I think we'd agree with you that we think there's still more to come out of this, uh, this unit, and we can't wait. Demonte Williams, hey, get, 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 get another ring this weekend, and uh, we'll talk with you next week before the NCAAs. Yes, sir. That's the ultimate goal. I appreciate y'all for having me. All right. We appreciate you. Demonte Williams, thanks as always. Uh, he is the Atlanta guy, Demonte, uh, here in the uh, segment. Demonte's Dimes, presented by Ajax Home Solution here in the Atlanta guy Sports Spectacular. Stay with us. Much more coming up. Uh, Illini trivia. Uh, what's in your brain is what we want to find out. A little orange and blue. That's up, up next here on the Sports Spectacular. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Attention travelers, next Tuesday a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Atlanta guys, Sports Spectacular, back right here on Big Ten Tournament Week. It's the Big Ten champion, Illinois Fighting Illini. As a number one seed uh, this weekend in India, as we get ready for Selection Sunday coming up, uh, it's on Sunday. That's why they call it Selection Sunday. Hey, right now, this segment here presented by OSF Healthcare, and it is uh, time for Illini Trivia. What is in that little uh, orange and blue brain of yours? Uh, what, what have you got? It's, it's the gray matter. How orange and blue is that gray matter? So we usually, we, we get Illini guy Brad versus Illini guy Mike. Um Illini guy Brad is just, he's just too good for Illini guy Mike. So we went to the Illini guys members on the message forum and we got Jacob from Mount Prospect is on the line now. Jacob, how are you? Welcome to the Sports Spectacular. Good. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Okay. So you have taken the challenge and, and let's just, let's just say this, the, the bravery and, and the confidence that you have, have shown to come in and do this because We've been trying to get guys for a while to come on and do this, and it's been few and far. It's been slim pickings. So, so this is we have great respect for you before you even start. I did notice that. I, I just figured, just throw my hat in the ring and just see what happens. I know, I know, Brad and Mike know a lot of stuff though, so it's it's gonna be really tough. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But <laughs> well, I heard Brad, Larry. I heard you 
the rumor is that you just got somebody off the street so they could beat me. Is that true? <laughs> well, the, the street that's that's Alana Guys Avenue. Yes, yes, it is. Okay, well then, then I'm going to stop spreading that rumor. Then yeah. it, it, is, <laughs> yeah. it is a he subscriber. Actually, actually, he just found some guy in Nevada who'd never heard of Illinois, and and we're going to see. <laughs> I've if got he a can shot. <laughs> Yes. Not, pros- not prospect Nevada. Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. So, so, so Jacob and Mike, here are the rules. And anyone uh, listening in, here are the rules. What's going to happen? There's two rounds to this. The first round is going to be six questions of Illini trivia. Jacob will go first and then Mike, and they're going to go into the silent booth, right? So you're not going to hear the answers. And then the second round is going to be NCAA tournament trivia. Maybe some Final Four, maybe Big Ten uh, maybe overall, but I, these are some six questions you each will answer. And then we'll just see at the end who wins. And, um, regardless, we'll make, we'll make fun of both of you in the second hour of the show. So is that fair enough? Fair. That's good. All right. All right. Here we go. Mike, you need to go into your booth. Yeah. Mike yeah. here. All right. Mike has done that. So, okay. You have 60 seconds. All right. All right. Jacob, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. All right. And we're going to start right now in two, one. All right. Question one. Where did the Illini play before the State Farm Center Assembly Hall was built? Huff Hall. Okay. Number two. Who was the team's leading scorer the last time the Illini won the Big Ten regular season title? Luther Head. Okay. Uh, Number three. How many Big Ten tournament titles has Illinois won in Indianapolis? Zero. Okay. Number four, how many Big Ten regular season championships has Illinois won? 18. Okay. Number five, Kofi is the Illini's all-time leader in double-doubles. Whose record did he break? Uh, Thorson. I don't know his first name. I think his last name is Thorson. Okay. All right. Number six, Brad Underwood just reached a career coaching wins milestone. What was it? 200 career wins. All right. How about Jacob? Coming through strong. How about that? I know I messed up on the one. I just, I, I, I won't say, but I know, I know what. But, which yeah, one. Well, hey, hang tight. We're going to get Mike in here. All right. Let me mute my phone. Okay. Or mute my uh, speaker here. Okay. Right. No. Okay. I'm back. We're bringing Mike in. Okay. Mike, um, he was pretty solid. Oh, great. Brad, don't you, you think? So you brought in a ringer, to, and Brad's already well. a ringer. He did well. Uh, yeah. Man. He was, he was. For a guy, he talked, he talked himself down. He was, I mean, yeah. All right. Mike, you know the drill. 60 seconds. Yep. You ready to go? I am ready. Well, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. All right. Here we go. In two, one. Question one. Where did the Illini play before State Farm Center Assembly Hall was built? Huff, Jim. Number two. Who was the team's leading scorer the last time the Illini won the Big Ten regular season title? D. Brown. Okay. Number three, how many Big Ten tournament titles has Illinois won in Indianapolis? One. Uh, number four, how many Big Ten regular season championships has Illinois won? Eight, this would be 18. Number five, Kofi is the Illini's all-time leader in double-doubles. Whose record did he break? Skip Foreign. And number six, Brad Underwood just reached a career coaching wins milestone what was it? 200. Look at you guys. Can't be stopped. 
Brad, I think Mike's been practicing. He must have been. That was good. Except he he did. You know, he may have missed uh, something though. Oh, I had to have missed something. Do, do we miss one? I think I, he missed one. Well, I think he missed. I I, I think I believe he missed uh, number two, D Brown. I think it was yep. Luther Head. Luther Head. Yeah, that was and uh, and we missed uh, the other one. Missed uh, Jacob. Missed uh, Indianapolis. It should have been one. Right? Yeah, it should have uh, been Indian. one in Indy, right from last year. Yes. Yes. That was the I one. just remember 03 and 05 because I was in school that year. It was both in Chicago. Oh, for God's sakes. This, guy, this guy's got a, a huge advantage over me that he still has a memory. <laughs> <laughs> I probably didn't drink enough at Legends to get rid of that. <laughs> Dude, you drink. We're just old. <laughs> yeah. Somebody 2003, got- 2005, Mike was like 50 then. So <laughs> that's right. That, that, that was my senior year at Illinois. So <laughs> I'm going to get Mike another milk bone while we, uh, we do round two here. Uh, all right. So you both did very well. Uh, five and five, right, Brad? Five and five there. I think we're good. Yep. I, right. I agree. Okay. Mike goes away. This is round two. All right. Mike's going go in his. All right. There he's, he's disappearing. Okay. So here we go. This is more. Uh, NCAA tournament final four stuff. And again, 60 seconds and two, one, where will the final four be played this year? New Orleans. Where was the final four held the last time Illinois was in it? St. Louis. What is the only school to have its NCAA title vacated? Michigan. Uh, Michigan state is the last big 10 school to win the NCAA title. What is the last big 10 team before the Spartans to win it all? Indiana. Uh, number five. What Big Ten school hosted the first NCAA basketball championship? Ohio State. And number six, name two Big Ten schools that have never played in the Final Four. Northwestern and Nebraska. All right. Very good. Okay. All right. Let's open it back up. Jacob, well done. Let's bring Mike back in. He's going to come in now. Jacob is going to go away, and then we'll we'll see how uh, we'll see how Mister Mister Kegley goes. So we need more snacks in the green room. I ate more. them all. Did you eat them all? Okay. Yeah. So State of the art orange room. Shocked. Shocked. I am. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Uh, line of trivia. Here we go. And uh, you've got six questions again, Mike. We're just re- refreshing. These are all NCAA tournament related questions, not necessarily about Illinois. Okay. Okay. But some could be. Here we go. And two, one. Where will the final four be held this year? New Orleans. Where was the final four held the last time Illinois was in it? St. Louis. What is the only school to have its NCAA title vacated? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say Kentucky. Uh, good, good guess. Uh, number four, Michigan State is the last Big Ten school to win the NCAA title. What is the last Big Ten team before the Spartans to win it all? Michigan. Number five, what Big Ten school hosted the first NCAA basketball championship? Oh, let's see. The first one, that would be uh, University of Chicago. And number six, name two Big Ten schools that have never played in the Final Four. Uh, Rutgers and... Let me see here. Rutgers and Penn State. Okay. All right. All right. We're all done. 
I don't think Penn State has four people in the media <laughs> covering them. Let's go ahead and bring Jacob back in. Uh, Final Four this year, you guys got that. New Orleans, where was the Final Four held last time Illinois was in it? St. Louis, you both got that. You both missed this one. The only school to have its NCAA title vacated was Louisville in 2013. Uh, Strippergate with uh, Rick Patino, table for two. Uh, (laughs) I got him at the wrong school. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Try the veal, two drink minimum. Uh, The last Big Ten team before the Spartans was Michigan in 1989. How could you guys forget that one? I got that one. Michigan. I know. Jacob didn't get it. We've been trying to block that out of our minds, Larry. Our whole life. Our whole life. There's been a, I mean, that's been our whole life. Mike, uh, Mike got that one, and uh, and that was um, would be the the game winner because the Big Ten school that hosted the first NCAA basketball championship was Northwestern. Uh, Mike's University of Chicago. They were no longer in the Big Ten in 1939. I had no idea. I just figured it had to be in Chicago, and I just assumed Northwestern. Nobody would want to go there, <laughs> <laughs> which is also true. That right. is true. So I, I got to back him up there. Uh, <laughs> Numbers make sense. That's good logic. There are four teams in the Big Ten that have never played in the Final Four. You guys collectively got all four of them, Northwestern, uh, Nebraska, Rutgers, and Penn State. Uh, Mike, it's a win by one, but Jacob, stellar effort. Tried. Tried. Mike, Mike's uh, too good for me, obviously. <laughs> stellar effort. But listen. I don't uh, hear that often, so we got to record. <laughs> we have to record that, uh, Larry, and I'll, I'll just play that as I go to sleep every night. There you go. <laughs> Finally get a win for Mike and a lot of tribute. Hey, Jacob, thanks so much for uh, playing and uh, stay on the line. We'll get your address and get uh, a nice little Illini guys gift pack going out to you for playing. And tell the guys on the board to uh, to, to man up. Come on and, and, and join us sometime. We're okay. For sure. Definitely. Thank you, for guys, for having me on. This is fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you tell them we won't bite. And this Mike, he bites, but only milk bones. So it's okay. Right. We keep it. Bring some treats for him. Exactly. All right. A lot of trivia. The segment here presented by OSF Healthcare. We had fun. Hope you did too. Stay with us. Lots more coming up here in the second hour of this uh, edition of the Illini Guy Sports Spectacular. It is Big Ten Tournament Weekend. The Illini champions of the regular season for the first time since 2005. More on the goings on in Indy. And oh, by the way, yes, we'll talk white jersey theory. We've been teasing it uh, here throughout the hour. Where he explained to us what that is and the things to look for as tournament play begins. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, psh, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF on-call urgent care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF on-call urgent care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. 